Hey there, welcome to the podcast today. This is Faith Church Now podcast with Pastor Toby Youngblood. Glad you're listening. I got a word of encouragement for you today. I hope you'll be able to find strength in these words I share with you today. God is large and in charge. God is large and in charge. Just keep telling yourself that over and over and over again. It will help you. The Bible says in John 14, 1, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. The psalmist gives us some encouraging words in Psalm 112, verses 6 through 8. He says, Surely the righteous will never be shaken. They'll be remembered forever. They'll have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Their hearts are secure. They will have no fear. And in the end, they will look and triumph on their foes. You see, guys, it all depends on who you depend on. And can I just tell you, I'm learning to depend on the Lord. I can't depend on the economy. I can't depend on the government. I can't depend on my own abilities. But I can depend on the Lord. The psalmist says in Psalm 146 that the Lord God blesses everyone who trusts him and depends on him. So I want to give you three things today that will encourage you. God is the source of everything I need to live, to live by. And I'm going to give you three things that will show you that God is the source of everything that I need to live. You don't have to look anywhere else. God is the source of everything you need to live. Here's the first one. There's nothing that I need that God can't supply. There's nothing that you need that God can't supply. You ever needed something and couldn't get it? I mean, I remember not too long ago, you couldn't even get toilet paper. There is nothing, listen, that you need that God can't supply. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19 says, God will supply, God will supply all you'll ever need from his glorious resources in Christ Jesus. See, God has the resources. God has the resources. And you know what? Here's something that somebody needs to hear today. God doesn't want me or you worrying about anything. God doesn't want you or me worrying about anything. I mean, nothing, not a zip, zero. God says, you don't need to worry. I don't want you worrying. Philippians 4, 6 says, don't worry about anything. That's pretty clear. I mean, I looked up that word, don't worry about anything, and it actually means anything. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Now, is that even possible? I mean, would God tell us to do something that was impossible so that he could get a big laugh out of us trying? No. Of course not. God will never tell us to do something that wasn't possible for us to do. As a matter of fact, if I prayed as often as I worried, I would have a whole lot less to worry about. So you can pray or you can panic. And if you're not praying, you're probably panicking. God says, I don't want you to worry about anything. Why does God not want me to worry about anything? Well, Jesus tells us in the famous Sermon on the Mount, and he gives us some reasons why God tells us why worry is worthless. In Matthew chapter 6, he says, Don't worry about your life, what you're going to eat or drink. Don't worry about your body or what you'll wear. Your life is far more important than clothes. Jesus says, Look at the birds of the air. Do they not sow or reap and store away in, bar in, store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them? In other words, these birds, they don't sow or reap or store away things in barns, and, and God takes care of them. He feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they are? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? That's what Jesus is saying. As a matter of fact, it's just the opposite. I mean, you can worry yourself sick. 
you can shorten your life by worry. He says, can any of you add one single hour to your life by worrying? Then why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They don't labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. So, if that is how God closes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow's thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? I mean, even the pagans run after all these things, but your heavenly Father knows what you need. Well, how do I trust God for my needs? How do I get to that point where I'm not worrying about my needs? The Bible gives us three things that we can do. Very practical that I want to share with you. Every day you ask him to be your shepherd. Every day you just ask him to be your shepherd. Every day I ask Jesus to be my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. If I ask him to be my shepherd, he's going to feed me, he's going to lead me, and he's going to meet my need in that day. And by the way, he'll not only feed and lead and meet your need, he'll also forgive your misdeed and help you succeed if you just trust in him. What do you do? You do this every morning. You get up, you sit on the side of your bed, and you say, The Lord is my shepherd. Jesus Christ, I'm expecting you to feed me, lead me, and meet my needs today and help me succeed and forgive my misdeeds. I will trust you today, and I'll start every day by saying, The Lord is my shepherd. You're a good God, and I'll say it even throughout the day. In John chapter 10, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. So you say, The Lord is my shepherd. Every day you need to pray that prayer that David prayed in Psalm 28, 9. Come, Lord, save us and bless us. Be our shepherd and always carry us in your arms. And so remember that each and every day. And the second thing I want to give you is this. Give Jesus first place of every area of your life. you got to give Jesus first place of every area of your life. This is extremely important, guys, that I make Jesus Christ first place in every area. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So if you're a believer and you've given him first place in your life, you're saying I want Jesus Christ to be number one. But you need to understand there may be some different parts of your life that are not under his control. So when you say, Jesus, come into my heart, you need to say, have my whole heart. You have total access, Jesus. The Bible says in Matthew 6, your heavenly father already knows perfectly well what you need. Your heavenly father perfectly knows already what you need. Any need you mention to God, he already knows. Any need you mention to God, he already knows. God never says, well, I didn't know that. I didn't see that one coming. God will never say that. God will never say that. God knows your needs better than you do. You've got needs. You don't even know you've got needs. And anytime you come to God with a need, he's not going to go, whoa, I never saw that one coming. He knew it before he even made you. When you make Jesus Christ number one in every single area of your life, it, listen, it'll really simplify your priorities. It'll also give you a whole lot less to worry about. Matter of fact, I'd encourage you to just do this little uh, this little assignment, this little practice. I think it'll really help some of you. You just need to make a list of your worries, and you may need a lot of, a lot of paper. But make a list of your worries. Just write them down. Write them down. Write them all down. Then after you write them all down, then give them to God. 
Say, God, here's my list. Here's the list, Lord. Here's some stuff that's been on my mind. I'm not going to keep them. I'm giving them to you. And basically what you're doing very literally in 1 Peter 5, 7 tells us to do this. You're giving all your worries and cares to God. That's exactly what some of you may need to do today. The third thing I give you is this. Trust Jesus for one day at a time. Don't try to steal the whole future into the day and bring it back here. Listen, you have all kinds of worries and all kinds of stuff that may be coming up. Trust him for one day at a time. Matthew chapter 6 says, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will have its own worries. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And I think we all would agree with that. You don't need to borrow trouble. He's saying, don't borrow trouble for tomorrow. I'm giving you enough grace for today. He's saying, don't open your umbrella until it starts to rain. That stuff hasn't even happened yet. Can't change the future. Can't change the past. Just work on today. There are two days of every week that you should never worry about. Yesterday and tomorrow, because you can't do anything about them. Take one day at a time through your life. Why does God say that you should only live your life one day at a time? Well, because it's true. It's really the only thing you can do. You can't live in the past. You can't live in the future. You can only live today. So why should you only live one day at a time? Because when you worry about tomorrow's problems, you miss all the blessings of today. Some of you've got something coming up in a couple of weeks or in a month, and it's scaring you to death, and you're just making it worse because you're ruining every day between now and then by worrying about it. And what is that worrying, what is that worrying doing for you? It's unhelpful. It's not useful. You're missing today's blessings because you're so worried you're not enjoying today, and you're missing the blessings of today. Take one day at a time. Now, let me be clear. It's okay to plan for tomorrow. It's okay to plan for the future. Just don't worry about the future. Planning's good. Worrying is bad. Jesus highly recommended planning. There's a whole book in the Bible about planning. It's called the book of Proverbs. God said it's foolish not to plan. Planning is good. Worrying is bad. You can plan for tomorrow, but you can't live in tomorrow. You can only live today. Matthew tells us in Matthew chapter 6, he says, Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. Let me encourage you today. Let me encourage you today and remind you today. Every day, ask Jesus to be your shepherd. Give Jesus first place of every area in your life and trust Jesus for one day at a time. Do not let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. God is large and God is in charge. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope it encourages you and if you have any questions or need more information or I can help you in any way, please don't hesitate to send me an email. I'd love to hear from you, hear how you're doing, love to encourage you. You can send me an email at pastor at faithchurchnow.com and I uh, would love to hear from you. And don't forget, you can join us this weekend at 9 o'clock for our traditional Sunday service or at 1030 for our more modern contemporary services. 
If you can't join us in person, you can join us on our live stream that broadcasts live each Sunday at 1030 on our website or Facebook. Stay strong. Faith strong.